going on everybody what's going on welcome to buckeye bs on the best day of media network the new media you know all that tap in what's good fellas how y'all doing what up what up what's what good what's good man all right so today happy easter today. everybody oh yeah happy easter to everyone yeah, happy easter yeah. Yeah. i forgot about that but we got important things to talk about. I, I forgot about I completely you know, Jesus Christ. About Easter, what I, was, I forgot I somebody rose from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, happy Easter. I was like, what? But Buckeye football, though, never forget. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our recruiting rose from the dead last night, so Q's probably still yeah. thinking about that. <laughs> Yeah, nah, we, we, we've had a we had a pack week so some good stuff to talk about but today we're going to cover uh Aaron nolan obviously committed going to talk a little bit of recruiting going to talk about our watch list for the spring game probably some other stuff but i wanted to start with this i was talking to y'all in the pre-show now look we might be facing a president that we haven't seen in a while the end of no swag university we got the beat writers out talking, talking trash. We got the recruits <laughs> out talking trash. Is it, is this the end of No Swag University? Is it just me? If I see Dave Bitt on the timeline, I see Berm on the timeline, I'm like, what's going on here? So y'all tell me, is that locker boy energy starting to get out there? Is this the end of No Swag University? I think the locker boys are making impression on everybody. We've heard a lot of shit talked on the internet the past few months, and I think everybody's sick of it, especially from these poverty programs that be talking crap to Ohio State fans. So I feel like it's just uh, everybody's fed up with what they've been hearing on the timeline, and it's time to start dunking on people again. Oh, fact. I mean, I feel like our beat can have a little bit more juice, but Dave Biddle definitely has, you know, holding it down. Shout out Jay Book, man. Yeah. And, and the gang, man. Uh, Berm. I like the little subtle shot that Berm gave uh, Braylon Edwards because he's been capping on Ohio State for years now, talking about our program falling apart. So, you know, stay tuned, man. Yeah, I also want to give a shout out to, you know, people like uh, Doug LaMaurice and uh, Stephen Memes over there at Cleveland.com. You know, all the people that have been out here, you know, keeping it real and not just sugarcoating uh, Ohio State football, you know, just for to appease people. But out here keeping it real and, uh, you know, uh, what Berm did to Braylon Edwards, uh, the shots that my guy Dave Biddle been out here throwing as well, man. I mean, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Nah, whole whole facts is good to see. But, yeah, while everybody's here, go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe, share it if you like what you're seeing, and obviously put in the chat what you want us to touch on, if you want us to touch on anything. But let's go ahead and hop into recruiting. So, Aaron Nolan – you know, committed last night. Ron dropped some fire videos right right after that, going after going after some fan bases that won't get airtime on here. But <laughs> yeah, man. So this is this is big time. We got our quarterback now, and obviously that usually drives your class and your big time recruiter because players want to go play with him. Obviously, Jeremiah Smith has been pushing this class greatly, so really appreciate him. But I'm gonna go to Cam. Cam. How's this commitment feel on your board? Do we feel like we're training in the right direction? Do you feel like you want to see some more dominoes fall before you think recruiting is really bad? Because the last couple of classes haven't quite been there. I feel great. I feel great. I think that um, Air Nolan is going to bring a certain type of uh, leadership factor that we need at the quarterback position moving forward. I also feel like he's going to mesh very well because we have a lot of alpha type personalities in this freshman class that we have now. 
coming in uh, from what we're hearing coming out of the uh, spring. Got a lot of guys pushing uh, the upperclassmen, bringing that mentality that we wanted. A little bit of pad popping, a little bit of trash talking, you know, first in, first out that we heard from Jelani Thurman, who's from the same high school uh, as him. So I'm excited. I think Aaron Nolan is going to bring back that culture that we uh, that we want to have at Ohio State and uh, get us back on the track to win the national championships. So Ron. I'm liking that. No, I'm excited that we have our QB. It's very important for our class to have a QB this early and to pair him with Jeremiah on the recruiting trail as far as talking to these commits and getting more people signed to this class. I think it's huge to have him locked up this early. I mean, um, we watched his uh, highlights on the playback multiple times, and this kid's like a video game out there. 60 touchdowns last year, five interceptions. I mean, like you mentioned, he was Jelani's high school quarterback. So I'm excited to see what he can do for the Buckeyes, not only on the field when he gets here, but on the recruiting trail. So I think this is huge for the recruiting class and a great start for the Buckeyes early on here. And I'm drinking the recruiting Kool-Aid heavy. I call this Bill Green season where Ohio State's signing everybody. We're getting eight five stars. We're giving every every kid we offer to sign them with Ohio State. 360 class score. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid heavy. I was on the class calculator last night. I'm not going to lie. Going a little crazy. It crashed when this class got to 302. I think it was telling me to chill out, but you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited about Aaron Nolan. You know, a lot of people uh, are out here saying, oh, well, the Buckeyes, this is their third choice. And it's like, how many other programs can have a player decommit, you know, uh, go back to a player and maybe try to see if there's a little fire there after you kind of burn bridges there and then end up with his quarterback. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Aaron Nolan, and I kind of want to see at the at the end of his senior year where he actually ranks out because if you actually pay attention to the stat line and you pay attention to his game, he has one of the best releases in high school football out of any of these quarterbacks. He's also thrown more passes than any of these quarterbacks. And I mean, his. when you're talking about completion percentage, you're talking about QBR, everything, like Aaron Nolan is the is the guy. He's actually number one when you look at this stuff. So um, I'm excited about it. And uh, the big part is with him talking about the defense. And the one thing that him and a lot of these other guys in the classes are talking about is help make me better while I'm on the offensive side of the ball. And he wants them D linemen coming chasing after him so that he can get better. I, I, we got a general man, and we got we got a leader in this class. I'm excited about it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm happy to hear it. Obviously, like I'm not I'm not the person you see when you say, "Hey, how's this quarterback looking?" All that I can watch some highlights and tell you he's decent, but I'm not going to break him down and and talk and talk above my weight. But um, this class in total, I think, is shaping up well, especially from the start. I like to see some dogs out there, and it looks like we're bringing those in. I want a couple of those uh, defensive recruiting dominoes to drop a little bit. Then, hey, then it will be peak Bill Green season for me. You get one for me, well, you give me a D tackle about about three fifteen, you know, five star maybe from the south, bro. I I I do a show by myself on here just talking about that, but uh, nah, Leo said it, bro. I'm ready to lie. I'm ready to yeah. lie. Out here. <laughs> 
Yeah, but um, no, nah, I think recruiting's going well. But the chat's popping early. Say good morning, Craig. Good morning, Sue. Got Lido in here. He in the building. Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah. Oh, Appreciate yeah. everybody That's pulling up. Um, Sue right. had a question for us. Will we ever know the real reason Dylan Rayola decommitted? I don't care what he does, but there's an interesting story there. Um, yeah, I'm just right for me. Y'all can answer for yourselves, but I'm just right with the Lincoln Kyle Holes commitment, man. Mm-hmm. Lincoln, hey, Lincoln came in, he had that dog, and Dylan was like, nah, I don't know. I don't know. There's a, uh, there's, there's a, uh, Sue, Sue, there's, there, there's some information out there regarding that. We'll, maybe we'll touch on that, uh, in the future. Yeah, I'm normally. Just- Normally, we like to be the new media that's not afraid to say anything, but I'm not so very confident in things that we've heard around that. But we like to roll with the politically correct answer and say, uh, Lincoln Kine holds Vanilla Vic, chased him off, and scared him out of the class. And that's what we're going to stick to for now. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially when the things that we have been hearing, we definitely want to make sure that's concrete before we go ahead and report that. <laughs> 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 Just want to make sure it's concrete. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that was recruiting. Wanted to touch on that. Hold on, let me push that back down, or somebody push that back down. Um. So the next day we wanted to talk about is the spring game. So we got the spring game obviously coming up on the fifteenth, which is next Saturday. Um. I know the scrimmage happened yesterday. A lot of people talked about was the big time scrimmage to see who's gonna play, but do want to see who you guys are really excited to um excited to see in the spring game i know we all made a made a little list of guys we we, we see we're ready to step up or some guys coming out so want to go to ron first ron who are you excited to see in the spring game uh i am excited and i'm gonna give the most lazy boring answers i want to see cal mccord the presumed starter i want to see is this actually a battle i know chris and zach talked on the show that this battle is not over i hope they're wrong because i came out and declared two weeks ago that cal was the starter so if devin brown comes out wearing 33 starting that's going to be a whole lot of egg on my face so uh, I'd like to see how Kyle's doing. And I want to see Jaden Ballard. I want to see if he's really running past these, uh, these corners every day in practice. And uh, is he going to get loose in the spring game? Because a lot of people, when I brought up Jaden Ballard on the timeline today, uh, said he needs to learn intermediate routes and he's not ready to play. If he was ready, he would be out there. But my question is, there are people that are on the field that we don't hear reports about like this in practice, just tearing it up in practice winning all kinds of crazy reps and making explosive plays. So if he's able to do that, I hope he's able to showcase that in the spring game. So I'm looking forward to see the presumed starter and hopefully wide receiver three, four, maybe. So those are my two guys that I'm really looking forward to see in the game this week. Mike. Yeah, man. My, my two guys that I'm looking forward to seeing is uh, Sonny Styles and C.J. Hicks. We heard C.J. Hicks was taking reps with the ones, uh, you know, hope that still can get better. But I do think that this helps uh, C.J. Hicks out a lot. Like, we, you know, everybody knows how critical I have been of Jim Knows actually teaching C.J. Hicks uh, the defense and saying that he hasn't caught on. Well, this is his time to uh, catch on. This is his time to show, like, hey – uh, you could go ahead and give still, you know, maybe maybe uh, 60%, but I should be on the field at least 40% uh, this season. So that's what I'm excited to see. Also with Sonny Styles, I want to see uh, where they use them. I know that this is going to be so basic, so it's so, 
you know, little that you can get out of uh, the, the spring game. But I want to know if Sonny Styles, if he, is, if, is he going to be in the box? Is he going to drop back in coverage? And I, I just want to see how he looks out there. Okay. Uh, Ron, go ahead with yours. Okay. Oh, you went first. Let me yeah, 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 yeah. Um, y'all know me, man. I want to see Ty Leak Williams, Mike Hall Jr., Kenyatta Jackson, Amari Aber, Caden Curry, uh, Jack Sawyer. I want to see our defensive line get after the fucking ball and chase the ball. I want to see heavy hands. I want to see a chop cross. I want to see a dip and rip. I want to see spin moves. I want to see pass rush. That's what I want to see. That is the main focus for me in the offseason going into fall, going into this season, that I think even more so than our secondary, that our defense needs to be dominant in, and that is our front pass rush. So we don't have to have Jim Knowles draw up an exotic blitz for safety so we can get pressured and we got to leave Cam Brown on our island to get cooked by Roman Wilson or Cornelius Johnson or whatever. You know, like I want to see us get four-man pressures so we can disguise coverage and get freaky in the back end. That's what I want to see. And I want to see if Ty Leak's in shape. And I want to see if he has that motor. If he does, I think that we can end up having probably a top three, maybe not three, not two, uh, interior pass rush uh, combination between Mike Hall Jr. and Tyreek Williams, and I can't forget about Hamilton as well. So that's what I want to see. I want to see our big guys up front. And Hero Canoe. I've been hearing a lot about Hero Canoe. Uh, you know, the usual Buckeye talk in the spring about young guys. He's not quite ready. He's not quite here. But, yeah, mm-hmm. let me see it. Let me see it because all I know, he's 6'5", 315, look look good in a uniform. Let's see what he does in the spring game and uh, see if uh, – uh, we can uh, improve our uh, front seven, especially in the interior D-line. So that's what I'm looking for the most in the spring. Real quick, before we move on to the next person, Cam, you mentioned about possibly having the best interior defensive line. Do you think Ohio State could have a top three defensive line in the country in general? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I think that I think that Jack Sawyer got a bad rep last year. Um, if you're familiar with our program, you know that he was playing a jack position when she was out of, sh- um, excuse me, he was out of position. So, um, but Jack Sawyer, I mean, I think when we see him have that in that true DN position, I think that we're going to see him get after it. And what a lot of people weren't realizing is God bless Teron Vincent and uh, Jeron Cage. Cage and all those guys, but. <laughs> Unless you got a generational pass rusher like a Nick Bosa or a Von Miller that can just bend the edge at a generational level without any interior pass rush, our edge guys are pretty much dead in the water when you have such a deep pocket. And if you watch our defense last year, how deep were their pockets where the quarterback can just hitch and step up and step up and step up. And then JT and Jack are just on the edge out there like, well, damn, man, now I got to do an inside move and the ball's out by then. So, um, I think uh, I, I think that is going to be key to our pass rushes, Ty Leak and Mike Hall having that push in the middle because we have not – because technically we really haven't had – we're really not known for a dominant interior D lineman. And we do have with this year, that would be something unique to our defense that we haven't had in a very long time. So, Yeah, I, I think that um, – I thought that we saw the, the dominance in the middle early and it was what hindered – that was the injuries that we faced 
um, with the two guys that's going to be starting uh, this year. And I say the only thing that can hinder them from being the top three, Ryan, is injuries, man. That's that's the only thing is health. No, I'm, I'm with I'm with you 200. I think if the turf monster don't get them, I think they'll I think they'll come and, and ball Darn out. It. Yeah, but um, everybody, let us let us know who you're looking forward to spring game. Even if it, if you uh got some other fan bases in here, just put the team, put who you're looking forward to that could come up. I'll go ahead and shout them out and hit the like button. White edit. Um, for me, this is um, this is this is a time where it's the ghost of Christmas past. The ghost of recruiting classes past where there's guys who have been here for, for a while now, and I'm kind of ready to see if, if it's do or die time for them. For me, Josh Proctor, we've heard he's starting. Mm-hmm. I have a, I am one of the few Josh Proctor apologists that maybe still, <laughs> still show my face in the fan base. I still think the kid is extremely talented. Um, I still think he can go out there and make plays at free safety. Um, so I would love to see him show something. Cam Martinez, he's gotten a lot of buzz. I want him to kind of back that up. Um, Tight end room with G and Joe Royer. Um, They've been around for a while. Kind of want to see them kind of show some light. So just, um, I think, yeah, I think that's really for the most part. Just guys who have been around that are still kind of holding on, like why are they getting reps? Like show me why you're getting reps. Show me why why we need to back you going into the season. Obviously, you know, we back them anyway. But – you know, because those are our guys. But I, I want to see if those guys are actually starting to put their head above water, starting to swim a little bit. Because if you're going to start for this team, and this is – and I, I said it when I um, did the show with Chris, this is almost do-or-die season here in, in 2023. The recruiting composite is going to take a big leap down. So this talent, especially in this 21 class, a lot of those guys are not going to come back. They're not going to show back up. You know, they're going to go to the NFL and go make money. So I'm extremely worried if we do not get a chip this season, it may be a while. Obviously, recruiting is picking back up the 2024 class. So maybe 2024, 2025. And then when those guys are up, you know, maybe we'll have another chance. But um, yeah, so I'm extremely worried. But. Hopefully those guys can show the light because we, we need some of them old heads to you know, start popping pads and, and showing why they're here. So that that's for me. I know that wasn't two players, but there's a lot of guys where I'm like, hey, man, come on. It's, it's time. We might have to we might have to see if Cam got some eligibility left. Cause we- uh, no, I'm washed <laughs> up, man. Washed up. <laughs> Bro, yeah, he ain't twitched up no more, man. Yeah, he ain't twitched up. Yeah, ain't twitched he used up. to be twitched. Yeah, yeah, I lost. I lost. I lost down now, penny, bro. Hey, Never. hey! If Cam being he ain't getting back up. <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah, I, once I had that surgery, bro, it was a wrap, bro. It was over with. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, looking so, um, Sue says um, she's looking at the right tackle position in the O line. Obviously, O line is a big deal. You see, we got Kai Stokes in here. Kai Stokes. Um, let me see who else is here. What's up, El- Elks? What's up, Elks? Yeah, first show ever. It was hey, good. Daryl, appreciate Darryl. you pulling up. Yeah. Sure. What up, what up? Hey, Daryl, we personally do know Gmo's hat. Uh, we'll probably get him on here. Yeah, we um, might get an exclusive interview here soon. Yeah, we're going to get the yeah. first exclusive interview. Uh, he DM'd me, so uh, we'll get that. We'll get the the first take from Gmo's hat on the demise of Miami football from y'all. For y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was trying to. Hey, last night I was saying free Gmo's hat. I think you need a new owner, man. Yeah, um, his owner can't stand in the paint. 
Yeah, I do want to ask, uh, Sue brought it up. Do y'all think we were going to have to go to the portal for right tackle? Because it's not sounding it's not sounding great coming out of that. It sounds a little iffy. And Well, there was a rumor mill on a 247 board that they were they had two big NIL packages uh, on deck for uh, for some tackles out of the portal. That's uh, so I'm we'll not see. believing it, bro. They we'll said see. 750K per year. For two tackles, like I, I know Ohio State. Shout out Brian Shiesty, man. <laughs> I know we ain't paying no. Like that's crazy, man, but man. yeah. Um, Foundation get lit, man. Here, here's the thing about <laughs> our O line in that right tackle uh, position, and I honestly think that this is where uh, Coach Fryer can make his money. Like we heard about Paris Johnson getting his ass whooped. Last year in spring, we heard about same thing at the right tackle position last spring. But I'm not saying that we have that type of caliber guys uh, of a Paris Johnson. But I do have faith that um, Justin Fry can get these guys right. I also like I've been saying, I've been harping. I think that we are going to be so much better in the run game. It's going to be able to alleviate a lot of the things that we're do- going to be able to do in the passing game and help out those uh, those O linemen as well. Yeah, I just I just don't want to I just don't want to O leg. You know what I'm saying? Quarterback is going to be a, a very not getting our quarterback hurt is very fundamental this season. I just don't want to see a, somebody right. bend right around the the tackle and then up there goes the season. So it's it's always a worrying position for me. Think but people have our- said you can you can hide a. a, a you can hire the right tackle and things like that. So that makes me worry less. And obviously, like you said, Justin Fry, he's the, he's the best at what he does in our opinion. We got back our guy. So, yeah, I, th- I think we'll be okay. But I'm just, you know, I'm crossing my fingers. Think about what Urban Meyer had at right tackle. Well, yeah, that's true. I can't. I can't really name names. So <laughs> I'm saying, bro. <laughs> I'm like, we were always worried about right tackle. Hey. Hey, the only the only right tackle I really remember from the Urban Meyer era is Isaiah Prince because I swear to God he set the Big Ten record. Football starts. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, and then before that, like, really, who did we have, bro? Yeah, bro. Chase Ferris. Uh, there was a couple in there, but you you're right. It was a, it was a big time. But we got a um we got to watch out JJ to the Canes. So. You know, be, be careful. We gotta we gotta hold down our recruits. Let's hope the foundation can continue to um continue to uh, hold it down. But yeah, man, for the main part, this is what we had. I know this is going a little shorter. Is there anything y'all want to touch on before we get out of here? Or is there anything in the chat? Is there anything y'all want to talk about before we get out of here? I mean, people ask for Gmo hat. I see Gmo body made an appearance, so shout out to him. Appreciate you stopping by. Um I, I want to talk about uh what? We didn't really talk about Kai Stokes. Um, you know, there were some things uh, out of camp. You know, we heard about him flashing one time. But that's the thing, you know, like our coaching staff in practice, they don't just want to see you flash one time. What they, they like to say is we want to see you stack <laughs> on days. So, you know, that's what I'm hoping that Kai Stokes can do. Um, it just – our program, for some reason, I don't like it. feel like we owe – we owe it to these older guys and all of this stuff, bro. And that's why uh, these guys just can't get on the field. But I want to see them on the field. 
Yeah, yo, Cam, what is so funny? Yeah, like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm reading Gmo in the freaking comment section, bro. Like, bantering with with our original OG Sue, and it's hilarious, bro. Uh, Leave her alone, bro. She don't want to go to the Penn State game with you. Oh, uh, he said Big JJ. Oh, he, Sue, Sue, don't, <laughs> don't, don't talk to him. He's still living. He's That's still living Gmo. in 2002. That is Gmo. Gmo is oh, trolling. Man. Oh, bro, that shit's hilarious. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. We'd also ask, he's asked, uh, who is Air going to bring with him, obviously, in the class? Um, <laughs> oh, no. Hopefully, he can bring Stacey Gage, man. I think Stacey Gage is a guy. You know, I heard that there was talks. I know we want two running backs in this class. I, I think, think we're going local with Dixon out of uh, Pickering. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I have heard that. But, I mean, yeah. hey, I mean, with the – with the trajectory and uh, with the trajectory of this program, and then you got JJ out here being the main recruiter. Now you got Aaron Nolan, and you got the twins out here who are very active. You know, I just feel like they're able to show these guys. And then you got Jelani as well, who's a teammate of Aaron Nolan, who also inked the deal right as he got on campus. So it's like, oh, all of these schools are telling y'all this, and then we're hearing that they checks bouncing, but Jelani's check ain't bounced. He got it as soon as he stepped on campus. So that's true. I mean, I mean Jelani I mean, now though. You, now you got now you got guys with examples and everything. So maybe you don't have to just you know go regional. You can go back after these big guys because you got big time recruiters. Buckeye in. Nation. I want to say one thing about a certain young man that we got in a freshman class. I think it's going to change our team, and that is Jelani Thurman. He is going to be. He is a, a, a prospect at tight end that we've never had before here at Ohio State. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Farmer never. Gronk? Ever heard of him? Who? Farmer Gronk, ever heard of him? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so he's the type of prospect that we've never had here <laughs> at Ohio State where you know that Ryan Day is famous for not wanting to go four wide and because he wants to be able to have that tight end at that position so to be able to run the plays. With Jelani's ability at 6'5", 6'6", 250, with the ability to be a route runner, we can go four wide with him as that fourth wide receiver in the inside and scheme up matchups. We've never really had that ability. Uh, Royer, he's good. We haven't really got to see him play. I like Kate Stover, but Kate Stover's not routing up anybody that's worth their merit. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think you guys should really be on the lookout for Jelani Thurman. Uh, Coach Key's been letting people know that, hey, this kid's for real. Uh, we're going to have to try to get him on the field. And that's another kid that I wanted to see during the spring game I didn't mention. Uh, I think I'm really excited for Jelani Thurman. I think he's going to change our offense and give us a lot more options as far as scheming and game playing against defenses. So that's it. Daryl wants to know. He said, who's next, basically? Who's next in the class? Do you think we will finish with the number one class? Um, I think next, in my opinion, is going to be uh, Payne Pierce, the linebacker. I'm starting to see a lot of a lot of buzz with him. The one from Texas, obviously James Laurinaitis is big in there. He always still gave the Buckeyes on a little, Twitter. maybe maybe a little bit of JoJo action. Yeah, yeah, I mean JoJo is tweeting this. He said not on signing day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know going to happen. But Bryce West maybe. Mark, I Bryce West on maybe? a loss of monetization rant there, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> with that question. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce uh, West. I don't, I don't, 
I'm not going to ever say that we're going to have the number one class until we have until no, we've yeah, never had it. Uh, never, never, I'm, never, gonna, I'm here to tell you why we'll never have the number one class because we will never oversign enough players to do it. No, Ryan, we it's our need a 27, 28 person class to have the top class these days with the way they oversign in the SEC and. Ohio State will not do it. They'll never sign more than 24 kids in a class. So that number one class thing, just worry about the composite score and making sure we get the players that we want. But I don't think we would ever sign enough players to do it with the amount of people it takes to get the number one class these days. Wait, can we, hey, Mike brought up, can we touch on that real quick before, before we get out of here? <laughs> the the recruiting, recruiting yeah. Bro. So look, now, now I try, see, I try to be positive today. <laughs> yesterday, you know, it's Easter Sunday. But now, look, this ain't Weenie Hut Juniors. <laughs> Why are we fourth in the Big Ten and spending money to recruit? Recruiting is a lifeblood for everywhere else except Ohio State because we want to be a top five pro. Look, this is what I hear. Well, well, well Derry, we signed a top five class. Well, you, you said we weren't going to recruit. We weren't going to get anybody else, bro. You were supposed to move. How you want to be. If you want to be national champs, you got to move like national champs, bro. We moving like the last dude in the door who bought a ticket off a dude selling it outside just because we waited too long. Like, what is good with the recruiting budget? Why Why are we so cheap? Um, Who's out doing this, man? There's this guy, Ron James, great follow on Twitter. He has this video called The Gene Smith Dilemma, where he says that the athletic department is too large at Ohio State, and I'd have to agree. Like, we're spending so much money. We have a new... Hockey arena. Great guy. We great have guy. Th- yeah, Ron James. Great follow. I at two T's on Twitter. Excellent follow. Um, but like we have the most varsity sports out of any Power Five program. We're spending money like crazy. But when it comes to this football team, we're skipping on uh, facilities. We're skipping on the turf. Like, and we're skipping on recruiting. Like, there's no way that we're asking fans to donate, and we're not even putting up the money necessary to compete with the Alabamas, the Georgias. And, like, I, I saw people in the comments, well, when's Ohio State's doing just fine in recruiting? Are we trying to do just fine, or are we trying to win national championships? Like, yeah. what, like, let me know. Like, help me understand and set expectations, because I thought the standard around here was national championships. And if that's not what we're doing, let me know and – we could all be on the same page, and I won't be on here going on rants. Ron James won't be making videos, and we can all just enjoy ourselves. Like, just let me know if we're not trying to win national championships. I thought that was the standard. Just I mean, me. what I mean, you when you think about think about that, like nationally, we were what seventeenth. Yeah. When we were Fifth we finished, the big team. we finished second or tied for second for uh, like quality per recruit. Like, how efficient is our coaching staff like to be able to pull off the number five class with them being basically handicapped by budget because our coach just can't hop on jets and helicopters and go see guys apparently because we're not spending the money that they are uh even michigan is above us in recruiting spending so they're just burning money there i guess but uh so yeah, man. Uh, like if we if if we were to up if we were to up our spending on recruiting, if we were to take that next step and be like Georgia or Texas, like where do you think that our recruiting can actually get to? Like See, I mean, say, we uh, know exactly where it can get to. I mean, he, here's the thing, man. Does that really make a difference for us? Does it move the needle? 
I think it would move a needle. I mean, think about that. We got, bro, Kirby being Georgia just flying in helicopters every day. We got Ryan Day driving two hours to Cleveland, Ohio. Bro. No, drop that dang on chopper in Cleveland. Them kids going to eat that up or whatever. We talk about how disconnected uh, Cincinnati is from Ohio State or whatever. I guarantee you drive a chopper down there or whatever. You're going to have more of them kids mm-hmm. wanting to come up here. But – I do want to say this, man, because think about all the big-time brands, big-time schools that fell off. And I'll tell you why I think the reason why they fell off. It was because their athletic director saw changes coming down the pipeline and didn't adjust with those changes. And so then their programs completely fell off. You see Iowa out here, they saw they saw what was coming down the pipe. They said, we can't have all of these sports. We got to get rid of them. And they did it. If you do not change with the times, bro, you're going to get left behind. That's not what we want for Ohio State or whatever. So, I mean, if they're not going to change, then I'm just going to let y'all know. Just be expecting it. And and I don't want you 200%. As far as efficiency on the budget, yeah, we are our hit rate for what we spend is, is, is amazing. But this is big game hunting, bro. This is not like the reason our classes aren't popping like we want to is because we are losing the big time battles. Like imagine, bro, you're a recruit. You're at your high school, right? You chilling. Oh, snap. I see Kirby coming in with a helicopter, getting out the joint with the national championship trophy, walking up. I'm like, all right, cool. But I got Ohio State coming later. An hour later, Ryan Day pull up in a Prius. It's like, Come on, come on, bro. Like, what what are we what are we doing here? Like, that's not it. Like, bro, if you you spend the money to where you want to be, it's like me not prepping for a job I want and then upset when I don't get that job. Like, what I, I mean, I like, get on. it because I didn't prepare to do it. So I mean, but when you're in Georgia, bro, helicopter's super duper useful because I mean, everywhere you're going from top recruits, it's like a hundred miles away, two hundred miles mean, away, tops. Like I mean, the time, so. No, bro. He he literally right. Kirby literally took the took uh the chopper the same distance from freaking Athens or whatever to uh where was that he went? Anyways, I, I did it on Google Maps and I'm like, man, it's the same distance to Cleveland. That's why I brought Cleveland up as an example. You want Larry Johnson to drive across state? He's not doing that, and then you wonder why our D-line recruiting. Is it has been iffy and why we missed out and whip on every DN. Watch what you're put, saying. Put, I heard Larry got new resume papers, so put him in the, soon. the only thing that could be different is they gave him the keys to the jet. Let him get in the jet and travel. I'm not go, you're not gonna tell Larry Johnson to drive in a car. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's facts, bro. He, he, he almost on the point where he's gonna get his license taken. That's what I'm saying. He can't right. see, he ain't driving at night. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah this is this was going to hit a, a little bit of tangent but but yeah man so definitely appreciate y'all joining again go ahead hit that like button if you like what you're seeing to you know tell somebody if everybody tells somebody we really get this thing popping and, and moving i'm gonna go i'll let ron i'll let you close out but i'll go to cam first cam if people want to argue with you about you know miami is back where can they find you at they could find me on Twitter um, at Truther Vandross. Uh, you could find me in the comment sections of 
Best Damn Media on your YouTube channel. Go ahead and click the like for that. You can find me on Facebook. I'm in the groups on Facebook, Trash in Miami. You can find me at the local sheets here on uh, Hilliard Rome Road in Columbus. I'm also Trash in Miami there. Uh, <laughs> what you what you order at sheets? Oh, man. See, I right after we get out done with this, I'm going to go get me a little coffee, all black. Um... And then they got like, I'm gonna get like a small thing, like the little small tater tot things that they got mm -hmm. for the breakfast. And I might get a uh, wheat bagel, uh, bacon, egg, and cheese uh, if my mom's not cooking breakfast. So I gotta see what she's up to right now because all the family's going to church and stuff. So, but that's usually my go to in the morning when I can't uh, whip up my own breakfast. So I gotta go grocery shopping. <laughs> all right, back. All right, Mike, where do they find you at? And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at 216 underscore wild boy. Uh, you could. We ain't gonna tell you where you can find me anywhere else, but I'm mostly <laughs> on Twitter. I'm mostly on Twitter, man. That's where you can find me at, man. Uh, definitely plug in there. So hit that yeah. like button, everybody. We got 20 people in yeah, here. Yeah, everybody. Like is, we have 21 likes. people in here right now. Smash yeah, that, like that like button. button it helps man. us in the algorithm. It means a lot to us. I appreciate everyone for pulling up. Cam tells you every week that his at is at Truth or Vandross on Twitter. That is not his at. His at is at I know things 19. So if you're actually looking for him on Twitter, you can find that in the description. I don't know why he Bro, does don't that. be giving out my, my government, at, dog. My, my at is uh, I'm Ron James on Twitter. You can find me at two underscore T-E-S, two T's. You can find me on TikTok, two shysty if you want to see me play the game. Um, and, yeah, find us on Playback. Uh, go find all of our Miami troll videos. We had to dunk on them because they were talking crazy about the Buckeyes during this past week. So they had to get ethered on the timeline. So we appreciate the support. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Shout out to everyone in the chat. We appreciate you guys. You guys make this show so fun every week. So thank you guys. And we appreciate you guys for pulling up. Thanks. Yeah. And no disrespect, Indiana. Oh, my God. No disrespect, Indiana. This guy cute. No so much respect for the Big Ten. <laughs> Too much respect for the Big Ten. Uh, get us out of here.